tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Three, two, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, what up, everybody? This is the League After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. I am George Hermosa. You can follow me at G Hermosa on Twitter and on Instagram. With me today is our very, very special guest. Very special guest. Um, I work with him on other after shows as yes. well. You know, we're going to see it together this Sunday. Yes. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Steve Kaufman? I'm at Steve Kaufman. That's K A U F M A N N. Do you not wear the belt on this show? We're not a wrestling show. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and we, they said George the same thing I, on Total Divas yesterday, too. George and I cover various topics, not all of which are wrestling, including this show. Yeah, you know, we're more than just wrestling people. Which is just a straight-up comedy. Yeah, exactly. We're also about football as well. Uh, I was very relieved to know that you were also a fan of The League. Yes. So, very fun show, very fun show to watch. Uh, we're on Season 7, Episode 3. I'm still a little upset that it's the last season. What about you? I feel we're about done. Do you, and, think, you think it's it's done its time? And, I think it's done its time, and I think everyone on that show is has hit their has hit their limit. Where it's like I was shocked. Like the last couple seasons, where Nick Kroll wouldn't be in, like you'd yeah. see Nick Kroll Skype in or something. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's because he's really busy. He's got other because he's yeah. Nick Kroll. Yeah, and everyone on that show has gained such notoriety and a career. That it's kind of like, can, are we still? Are we Although still, there is that one guy who was a little lying about certain something that's probably, I don't know if he's still in trouble, but. Well, I mean, he. His credibility definitely took a dump. His credibility took a dump, but it yeah. was also, he had a, it was a, com- it was a Comedy Central special. Yeah. We're talking about Steve Renaz. Steve Russell. He's, 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 he plays Kevin on the league, of course. Which, like, I would like to say, I would like to say good for him mm-hmm. for stepping out. Or stepping in front of a news story. I'm mm-hmm. not saying good for him yeah. for what he said. Don't <laughs> yeah. ever do that. Don't lie in general. But I mean, things happen. People lie. Yeah. You Like, he knew the story was going to get huge. And he stepped out in front of it to yeah. minimize it. And ultimately, I think more people watched his Comedy Central special because of it. Maybe. I mean, if we've seen anything with the media, it's that people just forget. People forget. They get over it. They forgive. So, I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah. And I think he's still silent on Twitter. Yeah. That's good, that's good. But today we're going to be talking about the episode three, which was called Deflate Gate. And no, it is complete not coincidence that I'm wearing this specific jersey. I swear to God, it was my entire time I was thinking about, no, I'm going to wear the jersey for today. I, but I was unaware you had other football jerseys. Coincidentally, I wore a Romo shirt one time. You were like, I don't feel good because right. I'm a Philadelphia fan. And You're I right. don't. I feel Never like my mind. friends are going to disown me for what you're saying. Like they, some of them did. <laughs> um, but yeah, Deflategate. I mean, I thought it was a funny episode. Probably out of the three this season, I think it's been the funniest so far. Yes. So far. I also agree. <laughs> um, not that much football. Like allusions to football. Mm-hmm. But very little football and very little league talk in this whole episode. And I actually like... Those episodes, because I remember it was probably season three, mm-hmm. where the NFL strike was about to happen, mm-hmm. and they were ready to move forward with mm-hmm. an entire I agree with you. season without I, football, and it showed just how strong this show is and these characters are. But yeah. it, we don't need to... We don't need there to be football. It kind of reminds me of Entourage, where it was like, as the show progressed, 
there was it became so much more about the characters themselves and mm-hmm. not just about Vince and Chase. Yeah, uh, but no, we're talking about the league now. Yeah, oh yeah, I keep changing the subject. This is not But yeah, I mean, opening scene, you have Pete, you know, having sexual relations with Libby. Yes, uh, as we all seen her last week, that she's not just a one-time character as most of Pete's girlfriends are. Uh, Ariel Cabell, who I remember her from John Tucker Must Die, who by mm-hmm. the way has gotten so much hotter in that in, in yes. the past few years. Agreed. She was very very cute on John Tucker Must Die, but now she's just smoking hot. And to see her in that kind of scene, I'm like. Kudos, Pete. Also, Pete strikes me as the Pete strikes me as the kind of guy who evolves from the one night stand uh-huh. to the multiple night stand. Yeah. Have you had a five night stand? <laughs> it's funny because and the, it's I, amazing. They kind of refer to him as the DraftKings of dating. <laughs> um, they say that I think yeah. they said that last week where it's like week by week he just has a different lineup. But so I was kind of surprised to see her again. To be honest with you, but um, I mean, if you if you find your AJ Green or yeah. your um. Not Adrian. Well, not Adrian Peterson. If you find your yeah. steady starter, you can have you can still have a whole team. Yeah, but with so, consistent players. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Pete, you know, having sex with her, and I guess we both agree that the episode should have been called the Wet Spot because that was more of a recurring theme. Yes, this was the Seinfeld um, of it all, where it all comes back to Wet Spots. And wet I, Spots are, and I do feel like as the show progressed, you know, obviously we're in season seven, the last season, that it's got a lot more. I guess you can say politically incorrect, like not not treading the line, but definitely being a little too being a little more graphic in terms of sexual stuff. Yeah, you know, saying and we all know what they're referring to as adults. Yes, but you know, obviously well, they're not going to say the exact. The show always earned its TVMA rating. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, they did. I think it's more the way FX is going mm-hmm. that FX because I think American Horror Story would have been not even in the first season when the show premiered. So. Mm-hmm. Shows like American Horror Story and the fact they started FX started a third network, yeah. second network, a, a network with mm, two X's. Exactly. So that kind or of three X's, so a second network. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so yeah, Pete, obviously not wanting to be on his wet spot or maybe her wet spot or you know a collective wet spot. Let's be real, his wet spot. We we've all been there. If you have to, um, if you have to question whether it's her wet spot or not, <laughs> it's your wet spot. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've seen some. Oh, never mind. Uh, so obviously we saw the intro. Da, da, da. Uh, then the gang kind of talking about it. Like, oh, what do we call it? You know, I kind of like, you know, they call it juices or whatnot. And of course, Andre being Andre, just saying stuff. St- uh, love foam. Love foam, something like that. Yeah. Love phone. And then later in the episode, we got Brian, which yeah. <laughs> is descriptive. That is descriptive. Yeah. Uh, then you had uh, Kevin, apparently, wouldn't know because he uses a condom with his wife because apparently his wife is allergic to the pill, which I guess happens. I don't know. I'm unfamiliar with that subject. I'm sure that that's a thing. But it kind of became a little thing about the the condom situation. It kind of led into a cameo, which we'll get into in a second. Uh, and of course, Taco, I I kind of thought it was funny how he talked about having multiple orgasms. That was funny. That's yeah. a very Taco thing to say. Yeah. I mean, I just like Taco because he just always like you can. He's obviously not joking. But it's still funny because, like, that's just Taco's own world. Mm-hmm. But I also like that usually whatever Taco brings up in situations like that mm-hmm. isn't incorrect. Like, men are capable <laughs> of having 45-minute yeah. full-body orgasms. And I want to learn how. I'll talk to Sting. It's too Not that much. Sting, but the other Sting. The, the other Sting. The other but Sting. But it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I read, like, a, pa- a paragraph <laughs> of a book and was like, whew, this is a whole book. You have to let go of your emotions, and I'm out. That's funny. Um, Then Andre brings up a a character from the past, the body. No, not Jesse Ventura, you wrestling fans, you. He's not on the show. But Frank, the body, Gibiotti. 
uh, gets brought up. So we know we were going to see him in a, in a little bit talking about how his girlfriend wants to have a, a breast procedure, I guess, in some ways. And she wants a little curvy. I guess they called it a... They like went a, with half pipe. Half I like pipe? Half pipe is... They had a lot of they had a lot going on. Because obviously, yeah, breasts are shapes and you know different shapes and sizes. And he wanted guess, a very particular one. Yeah. He, he said Jacksonville waitress. Everybody's got a thing. Everybody's got a thing. Everybody's got a Everybody's thing. Got that's, <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. I was about to get really derogatory about breasts about breasts and women, and I was like, let's not do that. We'll save that for the after after show. The after after you show. Know, the one that's you know. Not sanctioned by any, had, any 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 networks. The one that's just on Periscope, exactly. And the burger joint across the street. <laughs> yeah, follow follow us on Twitter. We'll, we'll continue this conversation. Uh, next thing over, you have Roxon in the office. Of course, him being such a germaphobe, sees the whole, everybody kind of grabbing uh, the lunch. forever and, unclean. And I'm with him. Like if I see that, like I, I actually no joke. I'm not even lying. Before I came here, uh, I went to a taco truck, mm-hmm. not tacos truck, but yeah. you know an actual taco <laughs> truck. See how I tied it all together, uh, and. They're making the tacos, and they weren't using gloves, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm never going to go back to that. Even though the tacos were good, don't get me wrong, I can't go back to that taco well, truck especially, ever again. especially tacos, at least how I like understand them, because I grew up uh-huh. I grew up on the East Coast where tacos was Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> and Taco Bell, they don't ever touch your food. Mm-hmm. They shoot it out of a gun. Mm-hmm. They shoot it out of, like, they shoot it out of a gun. They're wearing gloves. Like, they never physically touch your food. Mm-hmm. And they're one of the most sanitary places you could possibly oh, I lo- I get lo- food. I love Taco Bell. Also love Taco Bell. But I'm uh, but I, I'm with Ruxin. Like if I see somebody grabbing the food, like you know the chips, and then getting the, it's like no, no, thank you. I'd rather. So he got a little grossed out. So of course he's making up a scene. And obviously I love Rob Riggle. He's funny in pretty mm. much everything oh, yeah. I've ever seen him do. So love the Rob Riggle cameo. Maybe the last that we'll see of him on the league. Obviously for well, if he's reasons. still the boss. I'm saying he's, like if he's still Ruxin's boss, we might see him again. Oh, maybe. Oh, I thought Ray Liotta was his boss. Ray Liotta is because he is the Hudabega and Hudabega and whatever yes. law firm is. I think he just maybe Ruxin's superior. But... I think he's Ruxin's superior, yeah, yeah. and then Ray Liotta is a name partner. Yeah, yeah you're right. So we okay. That's our checklist from now <laughs> to the end of the league. We we'll need Ray Liotta again. We need at least one more Rob Riggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need. Um, uh, what's the gentleman from Jurassic Park who's Ruxin, who plays Ruxin's dad? Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff, we need Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Um, put put more in the comments of what your checklist for season seven slash the end of the league. Yeah, we'll some see. of the stuff you need. We need um a choir <laughs> singing <laughs> Shiva. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so of course Ruxin pulling out the Jewish card, saying you know he wants everything kosher. Well, Ruxin doing as he doing as he does, not just the Jewish card, but pulling out a big lie. There's something about Ruxin. <laughs> There's something about the way Roxon is that he can't possibly just this is unclean. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that everyone's eating family style, I do not like this. I agree with him. And also very Roxon that he can't just go get his own food. <laughs> like it's no, this is Taco Tuesday and I'm entitled to tacos. <laughs> not gross tacos, I want kosher tacos and I want them served to me individually. I love to have some kosher tacos right now. Uh, next scene over, Kevin and Jenny, uh, about to get in bed. And obviously Kevin doesn't want to put the condom on it. And obviously we can get into the whole graphic situation, but obviously I think we all agree. No condom is better than condom. That's uh, scientific. That, yeah. That's just a fact. Anybody that's who just, disagrees is just a liar. That's just like math. So, so I'm with Kevin here. Uh, of course, fast forward. Taco loves beanbag toss chair, which I agree. It's called Cornhole. It's, a, it's a, where I'm from. Oh, really? That's called Cornhole. Oh, really? It's a hole and then it's a... 
See, I thought cornhole. So I guess that doesn't make any sense. I thought cornhole was something else. It's, uh, it's called cornhole in Philadelphia. Then you have Frank the Body Gibbiotti coming in because apparently Andre messed up his girlfriend's boobies. Yes. Apparently one of them was a little deflated, which is why, of course, the whole title is called Deflate Gate. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that <laughs> little kind of tie in. And I do like whenever they do tie in real life NFL scenarios into the storyline of the show. Yes. We, they did that. that the they did that twice on this episode. Mm-hmm. Cause this was pretty much it, the Kim Davis of it all, which is a rapid turnaround with yeah, Ruxin. The Ruxin would be, I can't perform something at my job due to oh, my yeah, religious yeah. beliefs. Like there was a tiny bit of it. Okay. I didn't catch that, but yeah, good catch. There was a tiny bit that of it, but catch. like. Well, because it's such a quick turnaround. I'm sure that was improv on the day of just let's make it more about. But yeah. And then also Deflate Gate, which many, many have. I think every every NFL fan is aware of. They have to be. I mean, again, the shirt. Hello. But again, not intentional. Um, So obviously Frank is going to sue Andrew, which is kind of a recurring theme through the episode. And then you uh, fast forward to Kenny and Jenny condom shopping. And uh, we see another NFL cameo of Randall Cobb. Yes. One of uh, the great receivers from the Green Bay Packers. Yes, I missed him by three picks. Really? Yeah, almost got him. Oh, you could have got him. You would have been, he would have had a big night for you this past Monday. He would have. I would have won because I lost by six points. Really? I'm not bitter. <laughs> I started Jordan Matthews over Jarvis Landry, and that's where the six points came in. I'm not bitter <laughs> at all. That's I'm fine. Everything's fine. I mean, I don't want to brag, but I won both my legs this past week. What, what? Two and one? Uh, well, I was 2-0 and oh, heading into it. Never mind. <laughs> uh, and then Randall Cobb kind of talking with Jenny about him being a baby daddy kind of character. Obviously, in Flip the Switch, you know, obviously a lot of times of it being a baby mama, but, you know, baby daddy, is he poking holes through it? Is he doing this? Is he doing that? And he's like, he's totally a baby daddy. Mm-hmm. I – that said, if I'm going to wear a condom, mm-hmm. I'm going to wear a condom. Poking holes in a condom doesn't make it feel that much better. Like, I know. I, I t- that's where I'm confused. Like, why would he even do that? I mean, not ho- – like, when a condom tears, you can tell because yeah. it feels 3,000 times <laughs> better. I love this. But show. when you poke holes in a condom, you would never really tell. Mm-hmm. Also, there is – it's a pill, I'm pretty sure. They make kind of a birth control for men. It's in testing right now that you can take it and, and it will stop your semen from producing. Really? It's a thing. It's happening. Sign it's me up. Cyanide. Oh, wow. It's like Steven knows. Wow. I, no, because cyanide kills people. Oh. That's not. Stops your semen from producing. Oh, I don't know. Wait, I'll... is it? We'll Google but it. But it also stops your we'll... body from functioning. But we'll, we'll Google it later. <laughs> um, but I do like the whole references of slot shaming as far as because Rhino Cobb being a slot receiver and then making fun of Jenny last week about having slots Edelman Cobb on her on her team and of course slot like, shaming was you know good... you'd be the slottiest person that you know slot so shaming like was whole, a very good play on the word. I kind of like that whole thing. Um, of course, Ruxin going back to Ruxin um, walks in and everybody's saying, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody's <laughs> saying that you know uh, he doesn't have a kosher meal, but it's Yom Kippur, but they want him to be." Uh, they want him to, hey, stay Jewish because we need you to land a, a really big client. So that was, you know, being, of course, Ruxin kind of biting himself in the ass about being the whole, hey, you want to be super Jewish? Well, there you go. Um, of course, Kevin and Jenny had, you know, having sex and he ended up poking holes, ended up getting some columns yeah. from Yugoslavia, apparently, that he got in his freshman year from college, which is, I thought was... You, it seems like a long time ago. I still have my condoms from freshman year in college as well. <laughs> but that's for a different reason. I'm also not married. It's a whole yeah. different thing. We're at the two-minute warning here in case you haven't realized we're talking uh, fast. Um, do you have a Shabbos, Goy? Uh, no, I'm not Jewish. 
Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not. I, 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 was... I, we are. We probably are the Shabbos goy of somebody. We are. I yeah. think. Last time, last got, Yom Kippur, someone asked me to do something. That I didn't Jewish, think about that, it. That Jewish designated driver. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, so the whole Kevin. Now, Kevin doesn't want any kids, first of all. So he just, obviously, the feeling. So he's trying to say, hey, if Kevin has a better record in the fantasy league, she'll get her tubes tied. And if she does, then he'll get a vasectomy, which I think is a, pretty much a fair trade. So well, I mean, medically, no, because tubes tied is way more complicated than a vasectomy. I suppose so. <laughs> that, no, it, it, so from what I heard, yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah, you're telling me, so I'm now... Medically, like, that's an, that's an outpatient procedure. It takes, like, takes like 20 minutes. Yeah, uh, Taco ends up uh, having a backyard being, bo- being bad toss league in the backyard of, I know, Kevin and Jenny, which I'm sure is everybody's great. And he finds out that he's the one that's taking the implants from Andre's office, causing them to deflate, which might... Which which apparently Pete's gonna go testify yep, for Andre the, the body or That's J- Jenny the body cla- Taco classic mix up classic mix up uh, we, we really gotta speed it up uh, and of course Ruxin at Jewish dinner he's he got to Shabbos goy gets Taco uh, but obviously he pretty much in the midst of it he kind of says you know what screw this fantasy football is my religion number one priority love, of course I love that declaration from Ruxin uh, but. Necessary. It's something we haven't gotten. <laughs> but, you know, before we wrap up, uh, my favorite parts of the episode was when people kept slipping on the wet spot. Uh, of course, Frank bo- Frank the body and his girlfriend both slipping. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a funny little moment that for each one, was it, do you agree? Yes, I, I, I heard also, you laughing when uh, that happened. I, I also like that um, there are slam, the slam lists reference. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding over my phone because I have slam lists. <laughs> uh, another thing I liked is Taco... Thinking that Aloha was Shalom. Oh, that was awesome. I thought that, that was awesome. Um, and of course, the, uh, and I do like the reference that, uh, Ruxin had about, like, oh, you know, LaShawn McCoy, now he's got a new Jewish coach. Yes. Rex, Rex Reinstein, who apparently loves feet, obviously, a throwback to, mm-hmm. to something that came out a few weeks ago. But, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, the episode ended with Taco having sex with, uh, the Jewish guy's wife. Yeah. And of that's, course, as most of these episodes do. I think we're, we're getting the go home here, so I'm just going to let everyone know. You can find me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I tweet about football all the time. He really does, about his lovely Philadelphia Eagles, which keeping my fingers crossed for you because I know they got a uh, – they're amongst – Turn it around. We're yeah, they, turn they, it around. yeah they, they got a lot of problems. Let's go with that. Uh, you can follow does. me. Thank you so much, Steve, for joining us. But uh, you can follow me at G Hermosa. That's G-H-E-R-M-O-Z-A on Twitter, on Instagram. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. If you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next week here on AfterBuzz TV. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 